When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. But let's talk uh, some Olympics. We missed out on it in 2020. We're hopeful we will get the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. And one person desperately hoping that happens uh, is Australian swim star Kate Campbell, who joins us on the line. G'day, Kate. Hey, how's it going? Good. Happy New Year to you. How was uh, New Year's for you this year? Um, it was pretty quiet. I didn't want to tempt fate by having something big and exciting and putting <laughs> a whole heap of plans and goals together. So I kept it pretty quiet. Um, but yeah, very excited to leave 2020 behind and start 2021, which is an Olympic year, which is very exciting for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think everyone in the world would agree. Let's put 2020 behind us and let's get stuck into to 2021. Obviously, though, the COVID situation around the world is still really delicate and there's some countries still really struggling and Japan itself has got its own issues. Are you 100% confident these Olympics will go ahead? Is anyone 100% confident no, good of question. anything That's these That's a very days? good point, Kate. <laughs> so I, but I think that you have to continue to plan as if it's going to happen. And then when things change and situations change, then you make changes and allowances for that. Um, so... Uh, as as far as I know, the Olympics are going ahead, and I know that there uh, is a wonderful team of people at the uh, International Olympic Committee and at the Australian Olympic Committee who are working so incredibly hard to make sure that they're happening. And from everything that I hear, they're planning for worst case scenario. So and and then working backwards. So I am very very hopeful that the games will go ahead. We're all. Everyone was saddened that the games were cancelled last year. And, of course, the athletes uh, would have been as disappointed as everyone else. I mean, obviously, you build up for an Olympics uh, every four years. Uh, all your events, all your training is geared around getting ready for an Olympic game. So what did it mean for you once you found out it was cancelled? Uh, I think that, that everyone has a moment where COVID had a real impact on their lives. And for me, that was the moment that I heard that the games were, were getting postponed. You know, it's one of those flashbulb memories where you can remember exactly where you were when, when you heard the news. And, I mean, I, I don't want to wax on too much because there are so many people who have suffered so terribly because of this virus and, and their lives and their livelihoods has been destroyed. But uh, for athletes, it was a pretty devastating blow. You know, we, we plan our four years around peaking at one moment uh, you know, for me, it's about being at my absolute 100% best for less than a minute once every four years. And to suddenly have that completely thrown out the window and then all losing all access to training facilities when everyone went into a lockdown. Remember that happened last year? feels like a <laughs> lifetime ago. But the nation went into a lockdown and then, of course, the poor um, Melburnians and Victorians had to go into another one. So um, it was very disorientating and it definitely took a while to to have the news sink in but then also to recalibrate and figure out what to do from there 
It's been a remarkable journey for you since 2016. Yeah, 2017 off, Commonwealth Games, gold medals, World Championship medals. How do you look back on on the journey you've had since Rio? Um, yeah, it's it's funny. I, I tend to break up my life into chapters of Olympic Games, <laughs> and it, it's been a very varied chapter since. 2016 but you know even if you take out COVID I've I've tried lots of new things and I really feel like it, it was for the best and probably this Olympic cycle more than anything else I had put my time and effort and energy into peaking for an Olympic Games so being as, as good as I thought I could be at those events in between like the ones that you mentioned the Commonwealth Games World Championships but really using them as stepping stones to be at my absolute best for the Olympics, which was probably a, a, one of the, the other reasons why I was extra disappointed when, when they got uh, postponed because kind of I built a four-year cycle instead of managing my peaks every year. So, um, but I, in, in saying that, I think that in some ways it's prepared me really well for the change and, and the postponement of the Games because I really did things very differently to how I'd ever done them before, before 2016. And I figured out that I could be a lot more adaptable and that swimmers can take breaks. You know, we can take longer than three weeks out of the water a year and come back. And I proved that. And so it was, it was, a, it was a relief, especially when we went into that lockdown and lost access to training facilities. I was like, okay, you know what? I, I know what this feels like. I've, I've been and done something similar to this before and I know I can get back. You've spoken in a few, I've read a few articles uh, in recent times where you've spoken about, you know, when you go to the Olympics this time, you want to try and enjoy it a bit more. Obviously, you're going to have huge expectations on yourself. I guess there'll be expectations mm. from Australia about your performances. So how do you make sure you, you get in that mindset where you are enjoying it and not putting too much pressure on yourself? Something that I've never been very good at doing is after I've achieved a result, acknowledging the result. I'm always looking for the next thing. It's like, okay, cool. Yep, done that. Cool. Let's tick that off. All right. What needs to happen so that I can move on to the next thing? And I think that what taking time away from the sport has helped me do is look back over my career. And it's been quite long now for, for a swimmer at least. And look back at all the things that I've achieved. And I think for the first time, I'm actually um, proud of my achievements. And, and I can say hand on heart that I don't need to go to this next Olympics and I don't need to win an Olympic gold medal. I want one desperately and I'm doing everything I can to achieve it, but I don't need it to have had a satisfying, successful career. I think that I've already achieved that. And so there's some level of comfort in that whatever happens, I can still look back with pride on my career and how I've conducted myself the whole way through. And I think that's a bit liberating. How long did it, get you to get you know through that process and become comfortable with that thought um oh definitely a while but the good thing about swimming is that you spend a lot of time in your own head so <laughs> you have a lot of time to process things <laughs> so i think it's just it kind of came um probably t- taking the time off so, so taking the year off in in 2017 and and then once i started to get back in i started to realize how hard swimming is. Like, I understand when people say to me, I can't swim, it's horrible, it's hard. Because when I started getting back in the pool, I was like, oh, 
this is awful. How did I do this? How do other people do this? Why do I want to do this again? And so I think that I realized that, oh, hang on, to reach uh, an Olympic level, you have to, you do actually have to work really hard. And I should be proud of that simple achievement. But then, hey, look and go back and, you know, you, you want an individual Olympic medal when you were 16 years old. Most other 16-year-olds are, like, trying to sneak beer out of their parents' fridges. So uh, you, you haven't done too badly. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's a very good way of uh, looking at it. We're chatting to Australian swim star uh, Kate Campbell. 198 days to go until the Tokyo Olympics. And uh, uh, fourth Olympics coming up. And, uh, Renati, cool, you haven't ruled out a fifth either. you got you got one eye on Paris as well. <laughs> well, it's kind of um, the beauty of COVID. The, the one little good thing is that suddenly it's a three-year yeah, Olympic point. cycle for 2024. And I think that for four years is a long time. But when you subtract that extra one year, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not ruling anything out. I, I, I think that as, as long as I'm physically capable and mentally capable of, of putting in the work and, and I'm motivated, um, I, I feel like I have more to give the sport. And I feel like there's uh, something exciting for swimming on the horizon. We're, we're starting to, to see the possibility of making this a, uh, you know, a, a sport that you can earn a living out of. And for me, I just, I couldn't quit just as things are starting to get interesting. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to stick around a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, you're a long time retired. There's no doubt about that. A bit of a different one. Um, Sun Yang is a name that uh, evokes a lot of emotion uh, around the world. And we've seen uh, recently uh, his eight-year ban for doping has been referred back to the Court of Arbitration for Sport after an appeal to the Swiss court. Have you been following that closely? And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, like it's it's the, the biggest story in the swimming world, really, at the moment. And so, yeah, of course, I've been following it closely uh, in saying that I am not privy to any information that anyone else is. So I don't know the ins and outs. I, I haven't seen any of the, the legal documents or, or know what goes on behind closed doors. And I guess that we just have to trust that justice and the due process is being followed and that justice will come out and whatever that is. And uh, it's it's not my job to pass judgment. It's my job to accept the ruling of people who are a lot more educated than I am. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's one of the, one of the, it, it makes something more interesting, doesn't it? Sometimes people say <laughs> something can get a bad rap for being a little bit more, a little bit too boring and um, too many nice people. Um, and it's just added a little bit of spice into the swimming mix. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. He, he evokes a lot of emotion whenever uh, his name is mm. raised. And just finally, Kate, before we let you go, we've been asking our listeners this afternoon uh, for either their earliest or their favorite Olympic memory when they were growing up. A bit different for you. Mm. When you were a teenager and you're competing at them, but when you're a, a child, what, sort of stands out from uh, when you were watching the Olympics as a youngster? Oh, so I can um, just remember the 2000 Olympics and uh, I can remember Grant Hackett, watching Grant Hackett win that 1500 metre freestyle and then um, watching the boys four by 100 metre relay team beat the Americans mm-hmm. for the first time. Uh, at, at the time, I was born and I was living in Africa. And 
I think that the only people who like America are Americans. So even <laughs> we were cheering. <laughs> the Australians the Americans. Um, and yeah, watching Grant Hackett um, win, win that 1500 freestyle was just superb. Um, and that, yeah, that they're probably my, my earliest Olympic memories. And cheers to our American audience. Uh, if they're ch- uh, tuning in, uh, Kate, uh, let's hope it's a, a nice smooth build-up uh, to Tokyo for you and all the Australian athletes and all the athletes around the world. I'm sure there's going to be a few hurdles uh, to jump, but uh, we can't wait for the Olympics to get underway and uh, see you perform at your very, very best. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.